Yelit Marinovich, your host. Welcome back to Strength in Words, a family enrichment program for parents, caregivers, infants, and toddlers of all developmental levels. Each week we get together to sing a few songs, discuss some ideas for play, and outline some insight about early development. This series is time for you to be together and to feel like you're doing something good for and with your baby, small child, or multiple young children. Please follow your child's lead. I am a speech and language pathologist and I specialize and work with very young children, but this is not to be confused with speech therapy. This is what I call family enrichment. All suggested activities are meant to be enjoyed by your baby under close adult supervision. For a more complete story of strength and words, please listen to my introduction episode or visit my website www.strengthinwords.com. Hello everybody, hello everybody, it's nice to see you here today. Hello everybody, hello everybody, it's nice to see you here. We can start by saying hello to the people who are with us. Hello to a yell it, hello to the singers, hello, 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 hello. Hello to the babies, hello to the children, hello, hello, hello. Hello to those children, hello to the grown-ups, hello, 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 hello. Hello to the little ones, hello to the big ones, hello, hello, hello. Hello to your friends, hello to my friends, hello, 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 hello. Hello everybody, hello everybody, hello, hello, hello. Since I don't know your name, I'll help you sing the song and you can fill it in. Ready? Hello to your child's name, hello to your name, hello, 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 hello. Hello everybody, hello everybody, hello, hello, hello. Let's say hello to our fingers and hands. Hello to the pinkies, hello to the ring fingers, hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello to the tall fingers, hello to the pointers, hello, hello, hello. Hello to the thumbs, hello to the palms, hello, 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 hello. Hello to the nails, hello to the wrists, hello, hello, hello. One last time, hello everybody, hello everybody, it's nice to see you here today. Hello everybody, hello everybody, it's nice to see you here. Today I want to talk about a few of those very early parts of communication development. Those that typically happen in and around the first six months of our baby's lives. There is so much that happens in that first year of life in all areas of our infant's learning. Our babies grow from tiny, let's face it, adorable blob-like beings to tiny people starting to express their personalities, desires, and interests. In recent years, there's been a real push to help parents and caregivers become more aware of developmental milestones. I very much encourage you to be aware of the basic things to look out for, 
But I want to highlight also that obsessing over each milestone is not necessarily conducive for healthy support of our children's learning either. It's more about the whole picture. Also, there is always a range of what's normal. If you are the parent of an infant who has come into this world under more challenging circumstances than others, or you are concerned that your child is not communicating the way you see other same-aged children doing, I do encourage you to talk to your child's medical provider or developmental specialist to gather more information. Knowledge is power, and the more information you can collect about your child's hearing ability, about therapeutic techniques you or a specialist can do to help stimulate your child's communication skills, the more your child can benefit. There is a huge market for baby products and gizmos and learning toys these days. As you may have noticed, though, here at Strength and Words, one of my primary concerns is to make sure that you understand that your child learns from you, and especially in the first few years, doesn't need a whole lot more than you or another primary caregiver, and the things that you likely already have in your home to be satisfied and ready to learn. I have with me a few corks that I've saved that I've placed within a sealed small plastic snack container. It's become a very handy shaker for my little one and I, and I encourage you to head over to this week's DIY blog post at strengthandwords.com for more ideas and information about making your own. The reason I like the corks is because the sound they make when they're shaken in a container is sort of a substantial clutter, like that of a wagon or a bus. focusing on infants today, let's sing about what the babies do, shall we? The babies on the bus go where, 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 where. The babies on the bus go where, 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 all through the town. So the babies on the bus, they drink, 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 drink. The babies on the bus, they drink, drink, drink all through the town. I'll bet though once those babies are fed and satisfied, they might just fall asleep to the rocking of the bus, don't you? The babies on the bus, they sleep, 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 sleep. The babies on the bus, they sleep, 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 all through the town. And when they wake up, what do you think they do? Maybe they want to move around a little bit. The babies on the bus, they wiggle, 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 wiggle. The babies on the bus, they wiggle, 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 all through the town. Maybe the mommy or daddy or the sister or brother makes a silly face or sings a silly song to the baby. Then the baby might smile. The babies on the bus, they smile, 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 smile. Smile, 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 the babies on the bus, they smile, 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 all through the town. Even little babies who are just a few months old can make cooing noises. Let's hear what they have to say. The babies on the bus say, ah, hoo, ah, hoo, ah, hoo. The babies on the bus say, ah, hoo, all 
through the town. There's so many things happening on the bus. I'll bet that baby wants to look around and take it all in. The babies on the bus, they look and they listen. Look and listen, look and listen. The babies on the bus, they look and listen all through the town. Those babies sure can do a lot considering they are so tiny. In the first few weeks of your baby's life, crying is an unintentional instinctual act used to attract attention and get that baby's needs met. Assuming her crying results in your prompt response, from about six weeks of age, your baby starts to understand on a very rudimentary level the cause and effect nature of the fact that if she cries, you will come meet her needs. In this way, crying becomes your baby's first communicative act. For the first three months or so, babies all tend to use uncontrolled sounds with their mouths, such as tongue or lip clicking, gurgling, burping, coughing, and vowel-like sounds. When you sit or lay with your baby, putting your head close to hers and imitating her little sounds or taking conversational turns with her, she makes a sound, then you make a sound, then eventually she makes another sound. You are teaching her about one of the most basic elements of a conversation, turn-taking. It's important to remember too that the sounds and melody of the language or languages that you speak with her are helping her form later understanding of speech and language. So every time you speak to her, she learns more about communication and about you. We've talked a bit in the past about how getting a little bit silly during interactive experiences can be so beneficial and how sometimes as grown-ups that can be difficult. I do encourage you to silly it up with ridiculous voices and big facial expressions. The reason being that this is out of the ordinary and therefore more interesting for your baby who is always taking mental notes about behavior. It may be more likely to keep a young child's attention as well as we all know how silly toddlers can be. <laughs> where is Thumpkin? Where is Thumpkin? Here I am. Here I am. How are you today, sir? Very well, I thank you. Run away, run away. Now there are two thumbs on each of us, most of the time, and two of every other finger as well. When the two thumpkins or other characters greet each other, you can have your own greet each other, or you might have one of your thumpkins greet your baby's thumpkin. If it's a baby thumpkin or other character, it might have a different voice than those on your fingers. Maybe it would be higher pitched. Let's see if you can hear which one is my baby's finger. Where is Pointer? Where is Pointer? Here I am. Here I am. Here, how are you today, sir? Very well, I thank you. Run away, run away. Where is Tom and where is Tom and here I am. Here I am. How are you today, sir? Very well, I thank you. Run away, run away. Where is Ringman? Where is Ringman? Here I am, here I am. How are you today, sir? Very well, I thank you. Run away, run away. Where is Pinky? Where is Pinky? Here I am, here I am. How are you today, sir? Very well, I thank you. Run away.
away, run away. I also want to suggest that you look at what your fingers are doing when you sing this song. When you direct your gaze at some object or activity, you are doing a few things. Number one, you're inherently promoting the idea of joint attention, which we've talked about in previous episodes and which is an important early communication skill. For more information, go ahead and have another listen to episode one, Why Sing? Second, you show that what you're doing is important. You are attending and looking with your eyes. You're signaling that there is something to see. This is a form of nonverbal communication that we see many older infants and young toddlers use to help us understand not only what they want, but also what they're thinking about and who they're curious about. We as adults do it too, of course. We touched upon the earliest form of purposeful communication, crying. Interestingly, around six weeks is also when we start to see what's known as a social smile or an intentional smile. Yes, grown-ups, sorry to disappoint, but in the early days and weeks after birth, you may have seen your baby turn her mouth upwards, seemingly smiling. Though this is beautiful to witness and a nice preview, it is most likely your precious one making a slight effort to pass gas. I think many of us feel when that first real interactive smile comes that this was so necessary because... Up until that point, we've essentially been slaves to this beautiful and wondrous tiny being, not sleeping, rarely eating or bathing, and there hasn't been a whole lot of reciprocation. And then those lips turn up and wow, thank you. (laughs) What's fascinating is that the six to eight week mark when you often see that first social smile and when your baby realizes that if she cries, you will help her, It comes at around the same time, indicating that around this time, your baby is starting to make connections about human behavior. She realizes that returning your smile keeps your attention. This is another wonderful early step in back and forth communication and can be a great way to develop your baby's self-esteem as smiling back lets her know her feelings are important. I mentioned earlier that in the first three months, the sounds your baby makes are mostly uncontrolled. Around the four-month mark, clear vowel sounds do start to emerge. This is when you start to hear those lovely ah, pleasure sounds that are so sweet. Vowels are open sounds that don't require a whole lot of specific tongue placement. They are all in the mouth shape. ah, and therefore the most obvious to imitate. The next step in this vocal progression, which I'll just say is not a simple handoff between one to the next, it will more likely be much more fluid than that. It happens as your baby starts to play more with the sounds she's able to make and that she sees and hears you making. You might see her purposefully playing with the flow of air through her lips as she makes raspberries. The more speech-like vocal play includes both vowels as well as consonants and is called babbling. You might start to hear your baby start to babble any time between the ages of four and 10 months. Usually babbling starts as what's called reduplicated babbling, meaning that your baby may start to say ma and then ma 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 ma. 
these sounds are not yet considered words, though you may hear your mama or dada or papa. Your baby's environment, as in you, starts to encourage production of these sounds. You reinforce your baby when you hear her make various sounds, and as time moves on, she starts to babble not just to stimulate herself because it's fun and it feels good, but for a social purpose. When she speaks, she gets reinforced by you. Those first consonants that you often hear are also m, b, p, w, those that are formed on the lips, known in the linguistic world as bilabials. Though you may also hear others that are made toward the front of the mouth, with the tongue pressing on the ridge behind the front teeth, like d or t. These are pressing on the alveolar ridge and are therefore known as alveolars. It makes one wonder which came first, the babbling of mama, dada, papa, or the fact that those names are almost universally the same in so many languages. Fascinating stuff for any of you linguistic or child development nerds out there. So, wow, all that happening by around six months. Now, again, I want to reiterate that if your infant is not exhibiting these communication behaviors within the time frame that I spoke about in this episode, you are encouraged to discuss it with your child's medical provider. Hearing is also a huge factor in all of this. If a child is unable to hear the sounds around her, she will be unable to imitate them. That goes for both hearing loss, fluid in the ears, and also a child who is so uncomfortable or sick that she's crying and cannot hear or attend to her caregivers. It takes a village, as they say, and the medical community's job is to be there to support families. Thanks for being here. See you later. What will you do the rest of your day? Goodbye to the babies. Goodbye to the toddlers. Goodbye bigger kids. Goodbye all the siblings. Goodbye grown-ups. Goodbye to the singers. Goodbye I yell it. Goodbye to this music. We laughed and we played. We're getting very clever for this is what counts being here together. Thanks so much, everyone. For a text version of the developmental thought of the week or instructions to make and ideas for how to use your very own DIY corks in a box shaker, you can head over to my website, strengthinwords.com. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, as well as straight from my website. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review on any and all of those forums. If you feel inclined to support what we're doing here at Strength in Words, you can do so by visiting my website and clicking on the link to either make a one-time donation or by becoming a patron of Strength in Words on Patreon. I'll be here again next week. <laughs>